We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everybody and welcome back to oh, another oh. episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, once again with my mm. co-host and good buddy Daniel Cooter. Dan, what is going on, dude? It's like a silky dream to hear your voice bringing us in every week. It's like a good bowl of soup. It's just it's so good, man. Kind of soup. Oh, probably a summer squash, lemony, uh, a little quinoa <laughs> on the side, you know. <laughs> I will decide that's a compliment. Hey, take it, man. Take it. <laughs> you know, we're uh, things are good, dude. Things are good. COVID's still very much a thing, but oh uh, other than that, things are good. Yeah. It's, I won't uh, get you started. I know people are oh, very frustrating in this great yeah. nation of ours. <laughs> you you heard in, in the, the pre pod recording pre-recording session you heard my rant so yeah. our, our pre-production meeting <laughs> but i'll tell uh, you what uh uh you know we, we try to we try to get distractions we try mm-hmm. to you know try to get out of afghanistan and oh, we're all focused God. on that now it's like pandemic's Jesus. over let's try not to have a war going on right it's <laughs> but, going well uh, yeah it's 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 great man but no people still dying everywhere so Hopefully, good. if we have any listeners who are in the you know greater Louisiana area or oh, in the path of the hurricane, yeah. hopefully y'all are safe. Uh, you know, our, our thoughts are with you. If if y'all are looking to do something to help those people out, I know the American Red Cross does a lot of good work down there. There's other organizations who are relief organizations. So uh, it's it's not great if it's not one thing, it's another. So it's you know, crazy, hopefully everyone you... down there is doing okay. I see those uh, winds and stuff. You know, I, I've lived in Kansas all all but like two years of my life you know and it's like i don't even know knock on wood i've never even like been in or seen a big tornado you know what i mean so right to see these winds and stuff on these videos i'm just like yo people live here like people it's live crazy. there all the time voluntarily i mean i'm sure it's great and fun and all but then you get that warning and you have two chances board up your home and hit the road right and just go somewhere or and hope or sit there god forbid you have like a, a pet and you just pray to whoever you want to and and hope things go well right it's you know ride it out hurricanes more than any other natural disaster or what scare me so yeah it's uh earthquakes so you've been in some earthquakes up in california I have. yeah is that pretty wild you ever you ever fall into a crack I've never fallen into a crack, you know, I fortunately, you don't get me started, but fortunately the way that the San Andreas fault works in California, it good cannot movie. split open. It's Not a, a good movie. It, it, it'll, it'll slide next to each other, but it won't split apart. So really, you should so be I'm, good. Okay. So every like earthquake movie I've ever seen it's wrong, it's just like incorrect. Yeah. Because all I think about is like, well, I'm just going to fall into hot magma. In no, the, center of the, the, earth. the way it's working is eventually los angeles will be a suburb of san francisco because los angeles is slowly moving north because the way the fault lines work so so it won't just break off and float into the ocean no what it's... the hell it's seismologist over here what are you who are you <laughs> <laughs> los angeles is moving north at a pace of like an inch a year or something like that so really yeah that's kind of crazy yeah so huh. eventually give it however many millions of years la will be a suburb of san francisco well i just I just imagine people fall into the earth and that's yeah. that. 
Well, that's because that's what The Rock tells you happens in that's, San Andreas. That's what he told me, dude. But as long as you got a helicopter, <laughs> things are good. Yeah. So, so get your helicopters. <laughs> Invest. Do it. The Rock told you. So... <laughs> Anywho, if you guys have not left us a five-star rating and review yet, because why wouldn't you? Because, I mean, what other podcast gives you an intro like that? Yep. Uh, go do it. We don't have any new ones to read this week, but go do it. Leave us a five-star rating and review, and we'll uh, we'll shout you out. We'll read it on there. So, yes. thank you to everybody who has done it. And uh, we got, we got a, a, a couple of games to talk about this week. Obviously, there was the draw with Colorado that we're going to talk about here in a little bit, and we seem to have a little bit of a... Uh, an, an epidemic of draws, if you will, at uh, Children's Mercy Park, and, and we'll get into that. But, bro, before... we are. I read something that said we will be winless at Children's Mercy Park for like seventy-three days when we play our next home game. Good, not that's good. great. It's not. <laughs> that's wonderful. That's exactly what you want, right? Sweet stat, sweet stat. I did see Chicago Fire won their first road game in like 647 days the other day. Holy shit. So I was like, well, really? We're doing better than they are. It's over almost two years. Jesus. Yeah. Don't fact check me on that, but I saw a tweet that said it. So, wow. Hopefully it's real. <laughs> That's kind of wild. Well, we, we, you know, we're having a pretty decent road time. You know, it's, I, I guess we're going to be good at something and, that's a good thing to be good at, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, and we know we'll we'll get into what might or might not be going on at, at Children's Mercy Park and Peter Vermees uh, snapping at our boy Sean Goodwin in the press conference. <laughs> Someone better tell Sean the rules. <laughs> so so we'll, we'll get into all of it, but uh, I do want to talk a little bit about the All Star Game because that happened since we last yeah. recorded. Yeah, it's cool. First half doesn't matter. Who cares about the first half? <laughs> it was uh it was an interesting game um you know both teams ended up getting a goal in regulation jonathan rodriguez scores in the 20th minute for uh liga mx and then uh mario ends up scoring uh, lafc's own mario ends up scoring his first goal at uh the bank of california stadium uh in front of his home crowd for mls in the 53rd minute and then it goes to full time and there's no extra time in uh exhibition game like an all-star game so they went straight to penalties and uh our own young daniel shallowy stepped up and with confidence nailed the second penalty kick for mls all-stars and uh they ended up winning on penalty kicks three to two because matt turner that's right. pretty good in the net so uh, seems like he's a decent goalkeeper maybe you know, he should be the number one's one like, yeah Everyone's like, oh, you're going to wish you had Tim Millie on this all-star team. And then Matt Turner was like, I'd never heard of him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, you think that you're like, Millie would crush this. And it's like, well, Matt Turner crushed it. So that's pretty Matt Turner's cool. pretty good. Matt Turner, yeah. probably between his performance in the Gold Cup and this all-star game, might have solidified the number one shirt for the U.S. men's national team in the World Cup so, qualifiers huh? coming up. Well, who, el- who, who else is in there? Like, who else? Zach Steffen. Oh, okay. He's he's been the 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 traditional number one, you know, really since Howard and Guzan kind of are out of the picture. But would you rather have Matt Turner, who's in the net for you know the um, supporter shield leading New England Revolution and who had a great Gold Cup and then is coming yeah. off this performance, or Zach Steffen, who doesn't play for Manchester City? Maybe he's on a loan somewhere. I don't know, but oh, good point. Yeah, yeah, man. I. There's definitely an argument there to be had, and I. Uh, it's cool. It's cool to see MLS guys get the get the nod in teams like yeah. that. You know. Yeah, and you know it's it's not like you know the the U.S. men's national team is playing you know the world's greatest teams coming up here in, in the qualifiers. They got El Salvador, and then they got Canada, um, and who do they have? And, and then Honduras the next uh, in the next game. So you know it's. Those are obviously beatable teams if the U.S. is playing well. And, and Matt Turner can live up to that competition, no problem. Sure, so, sure. I'd like to see him in the net, but we'll see. But um, I don't know. I thought the All-Star game was kind of fun. It was more fun than I anticipated, at least. I don't know what okay. you thought. but yeah, I didn't didn't see the first half. Got home at halftime. Uh, Woso was playing. They only mm. went at home, by the way. They, they only went at home. They so. do. But uh, yeah, man, got home to see uh, Shallowy sub in, and uh, we scored 
the tying goal in the second half, right? Or yes. First? Yeah. No, second okay. half, 55th minute. Yeah, yeah. Hell of a corner kick. Um, so, I mean, it was cool. It was fine. I stayed up for it. Uh, just cool to see Daniel out there having a good time. And uh, I'm sure he gets a little paycheck for that. And, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Taking that PK was was solid. The thing that I think is so interesting about games like this is, like, people always want to read into what, what, what does this mean? What does this mean for, you know, MLS versus Liga MX? What does this mean for USA versus Mexico? And you have Alexi Lalas on there in the post game being like, this is 3-0 for the USA over Mexico this year. And it's saying? like, <laughs> you know, half the players in the MLS all-star game aren't Americans and half the players in the Liga MX all-star team aren't Mexican. Like, well, wasn't Chill, it basically Alexi. Seattle versus Liga MX? I mean, <laughs> to start the game at least. And and here's what we should have what we should have planned on, guys. And we should have started this movement. We should have said, vote all Seattle people into this All Star <laughs> game to yeah. maybe hopefully get an injury or two. I mean, they're leading well. our conference. <laughs> yeah, come on, I'm not saying they need to go get cancer or anything. I'm saying maybe they pick up a knock and they're out a couple of games. Big they're deal. Out of breath a little bit. Maybe they're out of breath. They got their lungs are hurting. You know, not COVID lungs, but like regular oh exhaustion lungs. I'm just saying. <laughs> but the fact is, maybe people did do that, and we didn't get on board. But we're we're voting Should our be. own people into this All Star game. Yeah. Why aren't we taking a step back and saying, no, no, that's that that dirty. I hate that. Right. I don't want to vote my person. Just like we don't want them to go on international duty and miss games. You know? Right. Yeah. Something well, to think about next year, people. Tell me if I'm wrong. Bob Bradley was kind of laughing when he they had him on on the you know the headset mid game and it was early in the first half and they asked him about the lineup and he kind of he goes well you know it's uh, there's a lot of Seattle guys out there and then he kind of laughed and it seemed like a little bit of like a maniacal laugh and I was like oh Bob knows what he's doing trying to tire him out a little bit yeah Bob knows what he's doing That's... I'm not gonna put my guys out there all that time let's get the six Seattle guys out there see what happens and you know, were there six six at one time to oh, start the my game Lord. Five or six. I'm pretty sure it was six. We need to think this through next year. (laughs) I'm being serious. We need to think this through and see who's on top of the league. And it should have been all revs and all sounders people. Would have been hilarious. It would have been so funny. (laughs) You know, if the league bands together and does that, then the all-star game is a freaking sham. You know what I mean? Let's just vote those people in and then make the coach pick other people because daniel was picked by the coach we didn't get we didn't get a vote for anybody we didn't vote any of our guys in right so which you know whatever it's fine i think sporting fans liked the honor of being like oh mls all-star but like i guess but i think sporting fans also are smart enough to be like we don't want our guys playing in an exhibition game that's extra midweek three days before we're supposed to have another game like you know well how do we start this movement i mean there's marches for everything do we do a march I feel like I feel like a march or a Facebook group. Oh, yeah, that's it. Come up with a hashtag. A hashtag, so. fa- you know. Uh, uh, no, I don't know. I don't have a fun hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll talk hard. about it next year. We'll 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 organize earlier face. on in the year. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll get this movement going. But you know, it's um, a lot of players were trying to back out of the game. A lot of players didn't want to play. But the issue is. The league says if you refuse to play, then you're not allowed to play in your next club game. Like they almost suspend you like you like you got a red card. It's like, okay, well, you can't back out because they don't want all the big name players coming. You know, if it's an injury, I think it has to be like a legitimate injury. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I heard rumors Dude. that not Nani didn't want to play. And and he was trying to work oh, with the league to because of his bad haircut. Probably. But Orlando yeah. had a, to be fair. Orlando had a game on Friday and this game was Wednesday. So he had like less than 48 hours before he was supposed to be out there again. Yeah. That's not really across the country. It's fine. It's not like he was going to make his penalty anyways. Oh, (laughs) just a a bajillion dollar player skyrocketing that thing into the 27th row. (laughs) But I don't know. I think I just like that thing hit USC campus. I think that (laughs) hit my brother. He was walking by going back to his apartment. Just got hit in the head because I'm a nanny done rocket and um, he made the noise that that colonel sanders guy made when he got remember and <laughs> in, in happy gilmore or yeah. the water boy yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh i think the thing the all-star game was fun enough whatever skills challenge fun enough whatever i think the thing that, that just you watch skills uh, challenge a little bit okay but i think the thing that just i'm like what's well, not is like 
even Rui Diaz, and I know he's in the moment or whatnot, but he's like, this is proof that our league is growing more and more. And I'm like, is it? I'm like, let's just come on now. Well, pump the brakes. But, you know, even if we stuff the ballot box, quote unquote, stuff the ballot box, it's uh, the league's going to see that and they're going to be like, mm, okay, we're just going to tool it up and pick our own. We're going to just pick our players anyways. Like, yeah. screw the vote. They, they would yeah. screw it probably and just pretend that that's how things were voted, you know? Yeah. Because the so. league sucks, dude. I mean, they're, they're like what Don Garber's one big ass blast of a Roger Goodell. I mean, they, <laughs> <laughs> they are not, you know, it's they have too much power and too many rules. I'm just like, what is going on? Well, I mean, I guess the most interesting thing coming out of the All-Star game, well, a couple interesting things were Garber basically all but confirmed that Vegas is probably going to be the next expansion team. Because he said really? that's what they're focusing on is they're focusing in on Las Vegas for the next expansion slot because Sacramento's falling apart. And then uh, are we talking about the current Vegas team? They haven't been clear because Las Vegas lights, pretty fun jerseys. I'm yeah. just saying they're pretty cool. Yeah, could be. And then when they announced that Ricardo Pepe from FC Dallas was choosing to to go with the U.S. Men's National Team over the Mexican National Team, now they have to cap tie him just because he's been named to the roster doesn't mean he's tied he has to play right. He has to play, and then, even then there's there's rules. I they've changed the rules in the recent history. I think if he plays, it's it's going to be fine. Um, huh. But there are rules now about uh, what he's got to play fifteen minutes or something. No, it's just I'm trying to look it up here. I should have looked this up ahead of time. Um, it's not even a big deal. We don't like the kid, although his penalty was pretty sick in MLS All Star. So this is the thing. The new wording would let players switch eligibility if they played a maximum of three times for the first national team, including tournament qualifying games, before they turn 21 and at least three years earlier. So, so he's he not 21 yet. Games so he could play leave. all he could play all three and still decide after, eh, I'm gonna go to Mexico. Like, oh, we didn't we didn't qualify <laughs> for World Cup, so I'm yeah. out. So it's it's not quite interesting cap tying them yet, but it's close. Dude, so he's got options. Yeah, he's he doesn't. <laughs> I mean, if U.S. just blasts out of this thing and they do no good. It'd be the heel of all heel turns if he played three games for the U.S. in a World Cup qualifier tournament. And then, by God, that's Tata's music. And then he comes out in a, <laughs> doing the Vince McMahon walk in a Mexico jersey. No chance. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's great. Um, I don't know. But it was a fun game, you know cool i guess mls yeah, one congrats fine. uh you know sorry ladies but it appears that daniel shallowy has seen somebody if we Ooh. uh you, you know that you got those dirt sheets nearby i didn't the, see uh, that really no. no i think you know he's posted some things uh with this woman and she has equally posted things with him and like there you go my, my baby's an all-star and i'm just like okay i didn't see i didn't see that they did the bachelor again but okay was waiting on that reschedule, but I guess it didn't happen. <laughs> That's why he's not doing it. I know he's taken now. So I'm just like, well, who's going to be the bachelor? Got to find a new one. I got no one. I think Cameron Duke would be a lot I was going to say Cam they, Duke. They had some pretty fun stuff in the stadium uh, about how they did a little game show and they had to name this tune. Have you seen videos of this at all yet? When he's like Whitney Houston and Johnny that so was mad. one, But they had a long ass <laughs> segment, dude. There were many songs. Yeah. And him and I think Caden Pierre was the guy, another one, and uh, uh, Cisneros yeah. was on his left, and they they were just effed like well, they did not they were know these songs. And not alive. <laughs> I've never felt so old in my life. Yeah, he knew Backstreet Boys, so Cam Duke clearly gets down to some Backstreet Boys. His brother's Christian Duke. I mean, they yeah, he probably listened to what his brother listened to. You know, well, the the, the times I feel oldest is when I'm like, okay, so like we were younger and younger in the '90s, like you know, our parents were driving us around or whatnot, and sure especially in the early to mid nineties, you turn on the oldies on, on the radio station. You listen to like sixties music. You're like, God, this is such old music. Now the nineties are to current kids. What the sixties were to us. That's weird. That's weird. And you want to know what else is weird. We're closer to the year 2050 than we are to 1990. Oh, wow. Cause we're Just 29 years away from, from 2050, but we're 31 right. years away from 1990. Just put us out to pasture i i don't i don't wake up not feeling sore anymore anyways so let's right. just call well, it a day you ran a half marathon so that doesn't matter dude i used to bounce back <laughs> no problem all right i can do all the norma tech compression boots in the world and it's not saving my life yeah gotta take those ice baths and everything else 
I should probably get some ice. I'm pretty sure it's an alignment thing. I think I'm just structurally effed up. I'm just, I'm getting old and rickety, man. It happens. What are you going to do? But yes, the marathon train is in full swing. Thanks for asking. (laughs) Uh, So all-star game happens. And then we have the game against Colorado Rapids. This was a scary one coming in. This was a scary one because Colorado, two points behind with two games in hand. We knew Remy Walter would not be available because the red card appeal got denied. And they've been decent on the road. They've been decent on the road. Remy Walter also, by the way, not only did the red card appeal get denied, so we only have one more accessible appeal remaining for the season because you only get two. It's like a challenge in NFL. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Remy got fined for not leaving the field in a timely manner. Oh, my God. So pour some salt on the wound. I didn't know we appealed it. And I think that's a waste. I don't think I would have appealed it. Um, I wouldn't have appealed it either, but y'all know my thoughts on it because you are still yelling at me. (laughs) because <laughs> he they var'd it on the field man and it's just i don't know we talked about it a lot but if there was if there was clear and obvious you know evidence then it would have been overturned then right but so what, what are they gonna do take it to a panel of more dumb dumb referees like right this dumb dumb couldn't figure out let's put five dumb dumbs together on this yeah. dumb dumb committee and give us your same dumb dumb answer that that dumb dumb gave us MLS didn't overturn it. I have, you know, a contact from pro that says pro stands by the decision, obviously, as you would expect. You got pro so contacts? Maybe. Is he a dumb-dumb? No. <laughs> does he listen to this podcast? Because I'm really sorry. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe she does. Maybe she doesn't. You don't know like who it is. He. I think it's probably a guy because you said that first. You don't know. Well, Just you're, saying. Not, you're not slick. <laughs> so, well, you never know. Maybe I'm too slick. It was like for my own good. Um, okay, I didn't know you had all these contacts, but uh, you know. so we, we got a direct pipeline for our bitch sessions. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I get some good information about some of the internal workings of pro sometimes, and you know, I try to pass what? on when I can. But why don't you share more of this? Well, it depends on what I get. We'll see. Gotcha. It's not always the most interesting stuff, but right, it sounds like a boring uh office. It, it's in interesting. Sometimes I get the referee assignments before they're made public, and I'm like, oh, cool. Baldomero um, Toledo. But what do you, you know, you can't really like, that's not fun to share. Like, no. hey, we've got breaking news. Breaking news. This person's the referee. <laughs> follow me on Chris Twitter. Chris Penso's <laughs> coming to Kansas City. <laughs> if you follow me on Twitter, you'd know who the referee is ahead of time. Uh, this game, as you said, it was going to be tough. Uh, we didn't have Remy Walter. Elie was dropping back to play center back once again because EC's injured. Uh, yeah. Roger Espinoza, first time in his career playing the number six. Did really well. I think so. I mean, he did. He was. It's tough for Peter said this in the post game. It's tough for a guy like Roger because he just wants to go kill people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's the murderer uh, for sure on the team. But he, he, uh, he did really well. And Peter said as such. Peter's like, I thought he was excellent. Um, yeah. I think he said Roger joked with him at the beginning of the game. It was like, finally, you're playing me at that position. Right. Like, Thank you. <laughs> and I don't know what that meant. Like, does that mean? Does that mean he doesn't want to run as much or? <laughs> I don't I mean, I think it's just he's been around for for so long. It's almost surprising that he hasn't played the six for just a single game. Yeah, but for sure. Yeah, it's, it's uh, dude. the dude is, you know, say what you want about him. Oh, old man, Roger. It's like he's not that old for one in soccer terms. Maybe he's getting up there. But like the dude still balls out, dude. He freaking he freaking broke. Uh, uh, oh, my God. He broke the ankles of that, that kid on Colorado. Who's the kid? uh oh um oh not Corey baird freaking um was it jonathan lewis no god damn what are you talking about i don't know i'm gonna find it though but he uh he he broke the ankles of this person man i swear to god and we all (laughs) lost our minds i don't remember that might have been i was babysitting while this game was going on so i might have missed bassett oh that's right Cole bassett man baby bassett 20 (laughs) years old and Roger was like, doop, and Bassett goes on the ground, and we were just like, fuck you, baby Bassett. Maybe that's why Bassett couldn't put that wide-open sitter away on the very end of the game. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. It was it was amazing, and Roger still got it. And also, uh, Jack Price. You like Jack Price? How do you feel about Jack Price? I, I have no feelings, positive or negative, toward Jack Price, I would say. I think he has to grow the beard to be this manly man. Because his arms are that of an 11-year-old boy. Okay. Uh, if you look at his arms, 
and like <laughs> you know short sleeve jerseys you're like oh my uh that man cannot carry his own dinner plate to the table like that's <laughs> that's wild but he's got this huge beard that's like hey i'm a badass but then you see the arms you're like oh no you're not he needs to hit the gym he needs to hit it yeah i know <laughs> soccer you know you still need an upper body but like come on yeah i mean uh, you know what are you weighing in at my friend midfielders it's it's uh it's funny because sometimes you get midfielders like roger who are kind of like built like a bulldog and then other times you get midfielders who are like super duper like frail and skinny frames so you know it's uh there's not a lot of in between but i mean then you get defenders that are just monsters like abubakar back there that dude uh that man that's a big man uh as big as his (laughs) hair actually (laughs) yeah so Colorado looks like a big lampshade (laughs) Colorado's a good team and uh you know they opened the scoring in the 17th minute and it was kind of a busted play defensively you could say things got a little confusing Ilya and Andrea Fontos ended up on on the same uh, attacker Uh, Zussi had to break off his guy and he ended up blocking Jonathan Lewis's initial shot but it just rebounded right to uh, Jonathan Lewis again not much Tim could do and it's just you know not a lot they of call cover. That unlucky. Yeah, you, you could break you it down. Did did Roger not track back properly, or did did Ilya or or Fontas, one of them, you know, should have handed off a guy better? Really hard to say, but overall, just an unlucky goal, I think. Like you said. Yeah, so. I think they even said that on the uh, on the broadcast. Just unlucky. I I hate that term too, because but sometimes that term does apply in situations yeah. like that. Like there was no skill involved i mean he blocked the shot right into the path of another guy so yeah no it's true uh you know going into the half it it started to feel like skc was getting a little bit more momentum and then they get a dangerous set piece down at the cauldron end it's been a minute since they've scored at the cauldron end uh just outside the box and you have johnny and alan stepping over it they're both backing up at the same time you know hard to tell who's going to take it you have a brian uh galvin for colorado rapids laying on the on the on the field was it galvin laying down it was i just looked it up yeah it was brian oh, galvin okay. i was laying just like down. okay he's not going under the wall he's never done that you neither polito nor johnny russell go low yeah like why is that there that i mean he must have felt so stupid i'm gonna lay here i'm gonna be a safety net and he's just gonna score anyways he had <laughs> a great great view of the goal because he was looking right at it i think i he couldn't hear me but i yelled at him i was like glad you laid down for that one (laughs) johnny russell steps over it and depending on the angle you look at you're like damn that's a good free kick and then you look a little bit more head on you're like he didn't actually get that in the corner really i think yarbrough just never saw it never saw it totally froze didn't move or he had money on the game or something it was it was wild (laughs) but johnny johnny ran towards our side of the field yeah. and this man this man does not do your average celebration he's not he's not stirring the pot like no. they like to celebrate he's not like you know trying to pump up the crowd he's like the equivalent of i'm a ufc fighter and i just knock someone out in 10 seconds and mm. I'm, I'm i climb the cage and straddle it and flex every muscle in my body and yell he's channeling his inner william wallace it's insane just without it's, the yeah. anti-semitism I mean, it's, it's like, he's like a, he's a warrior from Outlander. Yeah. That's what that's he is. A, that's a better one. We bond over that show. Him and yeah. I. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it, it was really exciting because suddenly it's one, one. You're like, okay, SKC's back in this. We can get it. We can get it. Halftime comes around second half. You're like, okay, not a whole lot going on. Nice 80... to get that goal before halftime. That changes all emotions. It, yes. So agreed. Nice. Agreed. 89th minute. Alan Polito almost scores the most amazing goal I've ever seen from a freaking insane angle. Yeah. Doesn't quite get it on frame. Johnny Russell's right there, gets a foot to it. It doesn't quite bounce right. It's slowly rolling into the goal. And then a Rapids defender clears it off the line at the very last second. And suddenly you're like, that was probably our chance. We're not getting a better one than that. That's a hell of a stop right there. I mean, it, uh, and you see it in slow motion and it was the right call. You know, it was yeah. not a goal. No, and of no. course, the, of course, the stadium's going to yell for VAR because why not? Right. It's close enough. Look at the damn thing. <laughs> it's, you know, it, it, it was the right call. It wasn't a goal. And then 
you know, four minutes of stoppage time at 93 minutes and 26 seconds, the rapid end up rapids end up on a breakaway. And, uh, you know, Michael Barrios has the ball way down, uh, at our end of the field. He fires across over into to Bassett. I'm pretty sure it was Bassett. And, uh, he's about as close as Chris Wondolowski was in, uh, the world cup against Belgium right at the six yard line. You or I in a game probably could score this goal. Like that's no, how open he was. I would not. I don't score the easy shit. I, I somehow <laughs> miss exactly like that. It's ridiculous. Literally anywhere else and Colorado wins. And it was at the very end of the game. And he somehow manages to kick it off the upper crossbar from six yards out. And that's the game. It ends one, one. So that was terrifying. I mean, can you imagine the heartbreak? I mean, I'm tired of drawing at home. Uh, Is it better than losing at home? Absolutely. But I just, I'm tired of not winning at home. Yeah. Uh, Sporting KC did not use any of their substitutions, and Peter did not like the questions about the substitutions. You know, Sean's got to ask, or someone's got to ask. Like, And I thought the answer was great. Like, we were playing well. I didn't think we needed a sub. But then Peter has to throw in that dig to make you feel like a freaking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically saying, don't ever ask that question again. Like he's trying to groom you guys to not be stupid. They they took that out of the quote that they wrote on uh, on the recap. It Did just they? it says sometimes uh, you know, he says it doesn't say in some rule book that you have to use your subs, and then they just end the quote there. So they left it in the video, obviously. But- yeah. See, the video is where it's at, man. I don't always read the trend, the transcriptions there. I feel bad for Sean because I think it's a very fair question. Well, I think was Sean, uh, was he there? He wasn't there. He was, he was virtual. He was virtual, but it's look, Peter, I get it. You know more about soccer than we do. Nobody's really questioning that, but But fans know the media, dude, come on. He's, he's been around. I know, but, but look, you know, he knows at this point. This is the thing that fans in particular of Sporting KC have with Peter Vermees is sometimes he doesn't always use all of the substitutions he has. And when it, you know, it's tough when he's out there saying that, you know, not everybody's always fit or not everybody, um, you know, could necessarily could have or should have gone the full 90, but they were playing well. Um, Now to his credit, when you look at the available players off the bench and you're like, okay, we had basically one legitimate proven attacking sub in Kyrie Shelton. Wilson Harris can come off the bench, but he's still green. You didn't so, preface this though. Sean's question actually was a, a, a either or thing. He said, were you just like feeling good or uh, did you not have quality on the bench? Was it due to not having quality on the bench? So Peter probably th- thought like, how dare you? try to get me to say that I didn't have quality on the bench. Like I'm not going to disparage these players. You know what I mean? Well, so instead but, he turned around and told, told Sean that you, he don't know shit. <laughs> yeah. But that's all. If, I mean, if that's what it was, then it's, it's also not really that fair. Cause earlier in, in, in the answers, Peter was like, I look at how we are in a lot of ways struggling with rotation of players. It's no disrespect. We've just got a lot of young guys that are oh, third yeah. tier right now. Right. So he's so saying he, himself, like, we don't have a lot it. to turn to on the bench. And then so Sean was just like, so that's basically probably what it was then, right? And he was like, well, don't say any rule book. I have to use them. <laughs> Calm down. No, Peter. but, I, you know, I think the uh, it would be different if we had a midweek game, uh, which, yeah. you know, we, we have six days, you know, our next game's on Friday. So, yeah, it's, I uh, mean, I better use the subs if we played on if we played tonight or something. I do get it because when you okay, you could bring in Wilson Harris, but Wilson Harris probably isn't giving you anything that. Alan Polito's not giving you. You can right. bring in Kyrie Shelton, but he's probably not giving you anything that Johnny or Daniel's not giving you at that moment. So you could take off one of the midfielders, I get. But like, so I get what Peter's saying. And it's a question of, well, is a, is a you know, 100% full energy Kyrie better than a 70% Johnny? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But, you know, it's, so I get Peter's point of view. I get Sean's point of view very much. I get the fans' point of view. I, I you know what you know what ends up happening is we draw good news is is colorado didn't get it, gain any points on us and seattle lost to portland at home lose, so, so that was nice they didn't gain any points on us we, we gained, gained a point on them point on, yep there you go 
So, well, I'm here for more Sean Goodwin questions. If we could, <laughs> if we could poke that bear a little more, Sean, I'd be all about it, man. Because one, I love turmoil, and uh, uh, Peter Vermees getting fired up is some of the best entertainment in the world. <laughs> so keep it coming, man. You're doing good work over there. It's true. So you know, now we turn to a Friday game, 9 p.m. kick. Great for local. Uh, it's uh, Friday. I, well, I'm okay. I can't. I can't be mad. LAFC, and uh, there's there's some big news that came out on Monday surrounding exactly. LAFC. Diego Rossi is no longer an LAFC player. Is that right? He's been transferred to Fenerbahce. Oh, in Turkey. Yep. So Fenerbahce tweeted out a, a photo of him uh, on a plane. It says, our club has agreed in principle to the Uruguayan player Diego Rossi, who plays for LAFC. Uh, he has been invited to Istanbul to un- undergo health checks and continue negotiations. So assuming nothing crazy happens. I mean, he's not going to be available Friday for them, even if somehow yeah. this falls apart. But well, That's good, because he was all over uh Luis Martins last time he was just driving at him all game Luis Martins did really well against him the first go round, and then you know it was a little tougher after that but it's our third time playing him I think so yeah that right it's gotta be we 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 played him once there and once at our place I mean we beat him we beat him 2-1 the first time and 4-1 the second time so yeah it's we got their number right and now they have they lose one of their best players so yeah it's uh, it, I, I hope we get it done, man. I, I, I think we can because we've been doing well on the road, but I don't think we lose. That's for sure. I hope not. I don't think so either. So we'll see. But um, I, I, I think Sporting gets a win in this one. I yeah. Do. I think this is a full three points. You know, we've been, if you look at the standings, um, we're, we're sitting there right in second, just behind uh, the Seattle Sounders. Our, Road record is very solid, six three and two on the road. Um, I think we go into LAFC, who are going to be struggling losing a player of Diego Rossi's caliber, and I think we get the full three points. Yeah, so for sure, we'll man. See. I need to get Daniel back on the scoring board. He hasn't gone a game without a goal or assist in a while, so mm-hmm. it felt weird against Colorado. I was like, "Well, Daniel's not on the score sheet. I don't like that." Yeah, and he's talking about being in the golden boot race with MLSsoccer.com and whatnot. So well, we ain't going to have him on Friday. Oh, that's right, because he's with Hungary. Yeah. He is with Hungary. Gotti Kinda is with Israel. See, so, this is going to be a weird game. Does this change your mind? I still think we win. Does Kyrie come in and play that winger? Kyrie play on the left wing. I don't hate that at all, dude. Johnny on the I right. I hate Kyrie out there. Like, I'd rather have him on the wing with Polito in the middle. I'm less yeah. concerned about the front three than I am about the midfield because I guess you'll have Remy Walter back in there, but it's going to be what? Yeah. Walter, Duke, and Roger? Yeah. Because Gadikinda's gone. Yeah. Felipe Hernandez is still away from the team. We got a lot of questions about that. We don't know what's going on. I, we assume it's something with his family. Right. So huh. obviously no Gianluca Buzio. Um. I don't know. This one's this one's going to be tough. I, I don't think that um, – I don't know. I don't think that we're going to have a real solid first-choice uh, midfield. But it's going to be interesting to see what happens. So uh, Agreed. Uh, that could change my mind. I don't know what's going on, but uh, we'll see what happens, know. man. We'll see. Uh Jose Mari could be available. We haven't heard yet. Last we heard that the visa and everything, the, the, the visa issues and the passport issues were worked out. So he's in Kansas City. I know that. We'll see if he is able to make his debut for the club uh, on Friday uh, in L.A. That would be a nice time for some midfield reinforcements to come into play. But uh, we'll see. Uh, it's hard to know what to expect from him, though, because you can't expect a player who's never played with a club, who's trained with them maybe for a week to suddenly now step into live game action. Yeah. But we'll see. Very true. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a Jose Mori debut. So we'll see. I still think we get a win. I do. So. Okay. We shall see. Um, but yeah, Gotti Kinda and Daniel Shalley both away. Congratulations to them. I just For hope you come long? back not injured. Or with COVID. Like, say they, they come back, they got a quarantine, right? So they can't play right away. Uh, there, it depends on the rule. Like, they're – 
both vaccinated. Um, okay. So if they come back and, and they test negative, then there's no protocol really that they have to follow other than I think they come back, they test negative, and then they're good to go. Really? I think so. Huh. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure. Okay. So. Fair enough. We shall see. Um, but let's get to some of the questions here. Uh, we, had, we had some angry, angry listeners this week. Really? Um, we'll start off with Drake Ewing. <laughs> uh, Drake says, I think Vermees has blown the last two home matches by not subbing anyone in, and it's frustrating as a season ticket member for them to tie games that could have been won with fresh legs. Roger looked gassed Uh-oh. by the 75th minute. Uh-oh. So. Drake Ewing, my baby. I just, I got to tell you, P- Peter knows what he's doing, but like who, what subs are you making? Like who are you bringing in to make a substantial difference? You know, that's the problem. Like Roger yeah. did look gassed. I get it. But like we didn't have a six. And that that's sucks the that problem. he was gassed. I mean, they were coming at him. They were coming and he was, he kind of got caught a couple of times and defense had to help out, but it's, Overall, he played very well there, but of course he was gassed, man. It's a different position. He's probably using a lot of mental strength as well. Yeah. But I don't know who else you bring in anyways. And I, I don't – we might not even use subs the next, uh, on Friday, you know? Well, hopefully we'll have Remy Walter back and Roger will be available. Jose Mori might be available. I don't know. We got some questions about um, EC and, and his status. I don't know if he's going to be available um, for selection on Friday uh he's still been injured so he's been obviously battling injury off and on throughout this season so um you know who knows it's it's going to be if he's out then almost certainly Ilya is going to be at center back I mean the other option if we need midfield depth is put Kave Rad back at center back next to Andre Ufantas and you could put Ilya in the midfield yeah but I don't like that man I don't mind Ilya back there at all but yeah, I, I don't, you know, I don't know if Peter blew the games really. Like it's Peter didn't have us go did. down early either. Like that's that just sucks, man. It's same old song and dance, and we, we go down early and we chase the game a bit. We get a goal back and just can't finish the deal. And it's I don't know if that's Peter's fault. I think it's just a mentality, you know. No, and I, Peter was trying to say after the game, he goes, "The team actually played well." And sometimes soccer is soccer, and sometimes things just don't go your way. But if you look at the expected goals, a draw is actually a fair result. Yeah, and I like the refereeing too, because he was very consistent. And when people were down, like he let him play, dude. Yeah. And when it was shoulder to shoulder, he told him to get up. I love a good referee like that. That's like, get your ass up, get your ass up right now. I ain't calling shit, you faker. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, all you can ask for from refereeing in MLS is consistency. Either it's got to be consistent. Yeah. It could be bad. It could be good. It could be mediocre. As long as it's consistent, I guess. Right. So and he's, dude, he's out there running too, and he. He's a he's a thicker referee he's too, a thick man. Boy. We're used to seeing some smaller dudes, and I'm yeah. not you know I'm not body shaming. I no. just I, good I'm for jelly. him. I'm Good like, for him. This dude out there with the badonka donk running around, man. I I praise it. Yeah, Congrats. more power to him. He's got I, I what's what was his name? Oh God, I don't remember. <laughs> okay, it's not, don't, up not even that important. Not important. <laughs> don't look it up. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Jeff says, you know, Felipe Hernandez, do we know what's up with him? It's been silence ever since he left. From what I understand, it's a family situation. So there's need to be sensitive. However, the team needs, needs bodies as well. Um, that's a tough one, man, just cause yeah, we need bodies, but we don't know what's going on. And, and, and I'm not comfortable questioning or critiquing somebody who's away for personal reasons without knowing anything. I mean, like, he, he just might need time and we don't know what's going on. So hopefully, you know, our thoughts are with him or his family or whatever's going on, but. Well, it's gotta be damn serious. It has to be. And yeah. like, it's not just going to be something small. Like you almost think, God forbid, you almost think like a parent passed. Like something maybe COVID, COVID attacked one of their parents or something. And it's like bad. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, he comes you know, back it, okay but yeah if it's like a cousin or an aunt or an uncle you know you're there for, for a little bit and then you come back but it's as long as he's been away it's got to be legit serious you yeah. know so hopefully things think, turn out well i don't think we'll know anything when he comes back either i don't think that's anyone's not? business and uh you know we all, we all want the scoop man and i i'm i'm like that too i'm like i gotta know the information yeah you know but i i in this point i'm like I don't need to know. I can speculate all I want, but sure. 
And we may never know. And like you said, that's okay. It's not our business. So all we can say on Felipe is we hope he's well. We hope his family's well. And he'll say something. If he wants people to know, he'll say something. Yeah. You know? Agree. So Benny Armstrong says, in the Colorado game, it looked like we were trying to be too cute with the final pass in and around the box and wound up Mm. killing several promising chances. Kinda in particular looked like he was trying too hard versus playing in the system to break down the defense. Is this a cause for concern? Uh, Kinda does like to get a little fun, a little fancy free though, doesn't he? He does, but that's his that's his game. That's his game. So I don't think it's a cause for concern because just as often as Kinda might try to get a little too fancy and lose the ball, Jerso would do that at times too. Kinda sure. also makes things happen because of that, you know, willingness to do crazy stuff that wouldn't happen otherwise. Yeah. So. And we I don't had know. options, man. They're not wrong. We had some, we had some looks and uh, couldn't put it away. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, Pacific Northwest SKC supporters. We talked about this a little bit already, but no shallowy, no Kinda this week. Tata finally decided to give Polito a rest from that grueling mop-up duty schedule he's been on recently. So what's the ideal lineup? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's right. So Polito didn't get called in, huh? Mm-mm. That's interesting. They still called in Raul Jimenez, who, as far as Wolves are concerned and the EPL is concerned, they're not releasing him. But wow. Mexico and FIFA are trying to call EPL's bluff and be like, yes, you are. Yeah. So like, No, we're not. Well, I mean, they're, they're trying to violate FIFA rules. Like, according to FIFA rules, they don't have a choice, but well, th- they're they testing just, those rules. They ought to just sue them. I mean, uh, you, got, you got schools around this place uh, suing – counties for mask <laughs> mandates and stuff you know uh, oh no i think you literally have like parent teacher association like suing schools for requiring masks or some shit it's, it's wild uh, it's wild so like fifa ought to just turn around and sue these teams because i mean you can sue anyone if you got some money i mean i'm mad about something and i now have a lawyer and <laughs> we're going to court <laughs> uh let's, the ideal lineup i mean we spoke on it right yeah for the most part yeah i, I think so you i mean, don't have to replace two people and i think that's Kyrie and remy walter yeah. right yeah so uh let's see here um michael i don't know how michael must stand that's what his twitter name is uh is there such a thing as slumping at the right time and how worried are you about sporting's form no this doesn't feel like a slump no it, i mean we're still getting results I, I do worry about international duty. I do worry about Daniel or, or Gotti coming back and things are weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I would say we're slumping a little bit at home, maybe. One, one, and three in their last five home games is, is not. That's easier to change than away games. Yeah. That's because they got the crowd behind them. Like, we can help them out with that, you know? The problem is, you know, and this is courtesy of Mike Kuhn at Down the Byline on Twitter, in those last five games at home, where they're one, one, and three, Sporting has allowed the first goal all five times. That's, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's got to change. That's not good enough. Um, here's here's an even crazier stat. This one, this one makes me worried. Um, in the last five home games, Sporting KC have led for a grand total of three combined minutes, not counting stoppage time. True. And in their last four games, Sporting have led for exactly zero minutes at home. Dude, that's not they, good. They they're aware. Like that's not even a stat you'd even have to present to the players. Like they know. And yeah. I bet they are just they're pissed. They're like, this sucks, man. And yeah, it sucks for people paying to come see us. You know. Yeah. It's just if you can't get the results at home, you're not going to get butts in the seats. Blah blah blah. But. I think they'll turn that around. And so it's good we're having that result, those results now while there's a couple months left in the season, right? Yeah. We'll see. There's we'll time. see. You always say we'll see, you little prophetic son of a bitch. You're just <laughs> like, yeah, all right, it'll happen. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, we, we got a lot of questions. Shout out to all of you for giving Did us we questions really? this week. Yeah, we're, we're not going to be able to get to all of them. I'm going to try to come by. Usually and- I go, usually I log into the pod Twitter, by the way, and I'll go like some stuff. Yeah. I want them to know that I see them. <laughs> you know what I mean? And maybe yeah. you just miss them sometimes, but I'm like, I'm going to go do some liking duty. I used to like them all just so they knew, but, but you know, now I just try to answer them. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, if you're getting likes, it's from Dan Cooser. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, 
you know, Connor Bateman asked about what we were just talking about. This team fights, fights like hell and shown they can come back when going down a goal, but this can't be the case every home game. We haven't won a home game in over two months. And if we want to stay in the top two, even top three in the West, we have to start winning at home again. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Like we said, the team knows probably almost certainly. So. It's far too close. Like yeah. the, the between us and Seattle, not to mention Colorado's right there and could jump us both with their two games in hand. It's uh every point's pretty crucial from here on out. If we want to lock up that top spot, which I don't know about you, I'd love that first week by, and you know, we talk about that a lot. So, yeah, I'm going to combine a few questions here. I'm going to read each of them, but we're going to kind of tackle them together because they're all kind of about the same thing. Chip Colmia says, I know we're a bit short on the bench, but do you think Peter Vermees puts us in danger without using a single sub? Uh, Justin Jacobson says, I'd like your thoughts on our forward depth and the lack of signing. Do you think our young homegrowns will be enough? And then Brendan says, does anyone else feel like we have lost a lot of depth options as of late? Buzio gone, Jalen Hurt, Kyrie's playing himself out of minutes, Felipe is still out, and everyone else is pretty much a non-factor. I know we need PV to use the bench, but it doesn't feel like we can make an impacting sub anymore. So just lots of depth concerns. Well, I just want to, yeah, there are depth concerns because in that same vein, who are you subbing on? That's like the, yeah. Who are you going to bring? And That's the problem. You could bring Kyrie on. As like what a, a fourth forward like because I don't I don't think you take Daniel or Johnny out they haven't been playing bad yeah so it's just I don't know if, if these are these are valid questions and it's not about like why you can throw out the question why didn't Peter use subs because I don't know who you put on yeah. but you can say like well why don't we have people that you could put on yeah it's a depth issue and I I think that's valid I think you know we brought up before the season forward depth. We brought up midfield depth. Uh, I think that's, you know, rearing its head now. We we didn't want Buzio to go, but we knew he was going to go. So we're wow. we're getting Jose Mari coming in. But who thought who thought Cam Duke would contribute as much as he's doing lately? And and who you can't prepare for a player like Felipe Hernandez having to go away for a couple months because of family right. issues. He was having a good run of form. Like the dude very was good. doing very well. Yeah. So we'll figure it out, but we'll see. Um I don't know. It's just, it is tough. Uh, Casey Woso, as you said, they've got two wins um, total this year, both at home. They have more wins at home than sporting Casey does in the last two months. So that's uh, you know, sporting sporting has got to figure it out. It's pretty wild, man. Those games are fun too. If you've yet to get out to one, they're uh, they're a good family environment. Very Mm -hmm. chill. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully the heat tones down, man, I'm getting like, it's, it's just hot out there, brother. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So from LA though, so you don't give a shit. (laughs) Um, real quick, Buzio made his uh debut with Venezia. Uh, did you watch any of it? Yeah, I I probably watched the first half, maybe. Yeah, um, it was during the work day, so but it was also Friday, which you know, work day shouldn't be as serious as it is sometimes. (laughs) Seriously, I get a meeting called on a Friday, and I'm like, but it's a Friday, right? We're not supposed to have meetings, right. So am I in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I thought it was fun to watch. If you have Paramount plus you could watch it. It was cool to see him. Venezia's uh, English Twitter account. They're mm-hmm. like all about Buzio. They're playing oh, him yeah. up and everything. So you could follow them on, on Twitter and, and they're talking about him. He, he did well at times. He struggled at times. I mean, he looked like a young kid making his debut. Yeah. So um, still looked like, you know, looked like he belongs there. I mean, he wasn't, getting beat or anything like that so no so you know venezia lost 3-0 to uh, udinese but you know it's well, um Venezia's new to the to the division so yeah work in progress so we'll see but just some around the league i guess front office and coaching updates uh, rsl's coach this was weird freddie juarez stepped down from being rsl's coach so he could go be an assistant with the seattle sounders it's unusual, but very, very weird. I guess he read the writing on the wall that he probably wasn't going to be extended after this year. So I guess and was like, well, I'm just going to bounce and <laughs> go win an MLS cup or something. I, I guess. I don't know. Uh, the Vancouver Whitecaps fired former uh, Swope Park Rangers coach Mark Dos Santos. Wow. Okay. So he's out that up one. there. And then uh, just on Monday, we're recording this on Monday, full transparency. So if anything happens on Tuesday, we didn't talk about it. Um, Houston Dynamo have announced they are parting ways with their general manager, Matt Jordan. 
Um, and I have heard that it is not unlikely that their coach Tab Ramos will not be far behind. Oh, wow. So we'll cool. see, but you know, that's some, some coaching updates. And, and then the other big thing that's happening this week is world cup qualifiers. We got, we got three or two between now and our next podcast. So, um, that's true. And are we'll you able to watch shallowy and Kinda and yeah. And, and cool. the, the U S men's national team has, has two games between, you know, with uh, El Salvador and, and Canada um, between now and our next podcast. So uh, no sporting KC players, obviously on the U S men's national team, but this is, this is a full strength team. We got Timothy Wea, Christian Pulisic, Gio Reyna, Josh Sargent, um, you know, uh, all the international players who are coming, Tyler Adams, uh, Weston McKinney, um, DeAndre Yedlin. This is this is a big deal. Serginho yeah. Dest. Um, are you pumped to watch the U.S. men's national team in games that actually really mean something? Yeah, I, I mean, yes, because they mean something. But it's like, you know, you got when, – when are these games? Thursday? And Sunday, I think. Sunday. And Wednesday. And then the, next, and the following Wednesday. That's pretty – that's pretty cool, mm-hmm. uh, except for those late nine o'clock games. Sounds I like think they're on Paramount Plus. Are they? Yeah. Cool. 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 Um, yeah, a little well, excited. I mean, that'll be fun. I mean, against El Salvador, that should be a dub. Canada should be a win too. But Canada Sunday prime time, tough, seven p.m. Dude. against Fox Sports or on Fox Sports One. Yeah. So that's uh that's that's a big game. Well, keep we'll an see. eye on them. You'd love to get three wins here because how many games do they have in qualifying? Oh, gosh. They, what is it now? It's the octagonal. So is there 14 games? Because there's eight teams and you play seven. I you think play so. Twice. So 14. So. Yeah. Hmm. So what, it's going to be I lasting it was a while. The hex. Wasn't it it the was hex called thing? the hex, but that was Attitude. when there were six teams. There's eight teams now. Interesting. I've, I've missed out. Okay. So you, you call it the oct? I guess so, man. <laughs> Doc Ock, Spider-Man trailer. It's out. Oh, dude. So good. <laughs> so, so good. Um, you, got Shang, you got Shang-Chi it's this coming. weekend. It's coming. Yeah. So, you want to um, tell you about it? Don't tell me. Don't spoil it. Yeah, I got I got an early screening. I'll tell you all about it. Did you really? No, but how pissed would you be? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm excited to watch these games. I just, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if Greg can do it in, uh, in a World Cup. World Cup qualifier, yeah. at least. Now it matters. I mean, let's just freaking qualify, dude, because it has been a long time. It has. It sucked <laughs> that we missed 2018. So no doubt. We uh, we want to be there in the winter of 2022 in Qatar. Yeah, that'd be fun. So that's about all I have for this week, man. You got anything else for our good listeners? Sounds about uh, sounds good to me, man. We just got you know a little recap for you. You got LAFC on Friday at nine. Mm-hmm. Woso plays Sunday at seven, I believe, mm-hmm. at home. Mm-hmm. So, and that's your World Cup games, qualifier games as well. So, a lot to look forward to. I, I don't know about, uh, I'm sure, stay tuned to skc.com and, and they'll tell you about Shallowy and Kinda and when they're playing and how to watch them and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Very so, cool. Well, thank you all for listening. Make sure you check out our merch store. If you haven't done it yet, what are you doing? Go to bit.ly.com slash no other pod. Dan's holding up. He's got a sticker right now. Chiefs sticker, colors. Should, so, I go my, should I go on my laptop? Do, oh, there you go. Right over that little apple. Do people do that? Some people do that. Shouldn't I keep the apple though? Because it shows my status in society. <laughs> that's exactly what it's for. Yes. <laughs> so that's why you do it. Um, check out our merch store, bit.ly.com slash no other pod. Uh, you can check the links in our bio. Uh, we got lots of cool stuff there. Shout out to William Geddes for doing those designs. Uh, make sure you check it out. Go to hellotushy.com slash no other. Get your 10% off your Hello Tushy today. It's awesome. What are you waiting for? Go do it. And uh, yeah, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at no other pod at Dan Kuzer at jcmax03. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash no other pod, or shoot us an email, no other pod at gmail.com. Until next time, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. I have a Mac, so I'm better than you. <laughs> Thank you.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.